Blog Talk Radio. Today, um, we have the chat room open. Don't know if anyone will join us there, but we do have a caller as well. Eight five zero. Thanks for waiting. We have been experiencing some internet problems, unfortunately. I, I, I couldn't even upload pictures to the uh, to the to the show description, so we had no icon earlier today. I got one up, but um, it's, very, it's very challenging for some reason, so we're going to have to fix that issue. 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Please do press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. And for those of you who haven't done so already, we invite you to join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked under our Blog Talk Radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. And so we'll see about the reception today because um, internet is a little iffy. So let's bring on our first caller, 850. Hello. Hi. That's your loud and clear. Good sign. Well, that's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't called in a while. What's your name? Michelle from Florida. Oh, Michelle. Oh, my gosh. I didn't recognize your voice. <laughs> hey, Michelle. I know I haven't called in a while. No, you well, haven't I'm called in really, I'm really worried. Um, a rash came up on my breast, and they've already done a biopsy, Uh-oh. and they, they can't figure out what the rash is from. They even did allergy testing for androgens and, allergens and didn't find anything. And I'm like, what is going on? Um, did they well I mean have you had a mammogram yep they've already done a mammogram they did a like a 3D view and then they did an ultrasound too and so there's nothing cancerous they found is what you're saying they didn't find any cancer and when they did the uh, biopsy on the breast they didn't find any cancer either you know that's always my fear because my sister had breast cancer your sister had breast and, you know, cancer. Oh, yeah, it's at 44. Um, so I got this rash. It started in January. It comes and goes, comes and goes. Comes and, goes, it comes and goes. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Go ahead. It comes and goes. It comes and it stays. The rash stays with me for about three weeks, and there's no blisters or nothing. It's just the skin raises up, and it's kind of red. And it almost looks like it's peeling like a um 
like a sunburn. But, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's it's not like your skin is dimpling. Like, a lot of times, ladies, when they have breast cancer and, like, rashy yeah, no dimpling. breasts, it, di- nope. it dimples. There's inversions in the breast. This sounds yeah, no more dimples. like contact dermatitis, repeating, repeating, repeating. Is it itchy? Yes. Well, they came back and said it was contact spongiotic dermatitis, which is the same thing as contact dermatitis. But we don't know what I'm allergic to. I have no clue. Of, I mean, I've racked my brain what it could be. You know, I'm like, do you have, do you I don't have know. Any other allergies? Or do you have any other allergies? No, none. I mean, even when they did a patch test, they did a patch test on my back, and it came back negative. And um. There's only a couple things that I can think it's from is, uh, well, I had COVID, and seven days later, I've not had the vaccine. I don't believe in it. I don't trust it. But seven days later, I come up with this rash. But I don't know if that's any relation or I don't know if that's any relation or not. Then the other one is I take a bath in Epsom salt and Epsom salts. And... um. I've gotten a rash once before from the Epsom salts, but it's only if I use high, you know, too much of it. And I told my husband, I said, don't use too much of it because, you know, sometimes I'll get a rash, um, it, you know, because it can dry out your skin. And um, and the only other thing that I could think it could be is where my bras are in my cabinet. You know, I live on a boat. Um, uh-huh. I took off my bra and there was mold inside the cabinet there and and on and the inside of my bra. Yeah. And I thought maybe it was that. Yeah. So he took a he I took a bio he, oh, he scraped the skin. He yeah. scraped the skin. He scraped the skin and didn't see nothing. He didn't I don't know. Well, well I mean, he to didn't see so do I so Michelle. You're living uh-huh. on the boat. You're living on the boat, right? Yes. Is it been hot and humid? Yes. Have you noticed? I mean, I got air conditioning inside the boat. Yeah. Have you noticed any algae in the water? Um, not around here. Say that again. You're cutting out. The humidity is high around the water. Humidity. Oh yeah, always. Yeah, I think. It's something to do with the environment. You know, it's it's. I don't think it's coming from within. I, you know, we're not doctors, right? So we're just being psychic. But I think it's right. coming from the environment. I think it has something to do with uh, the heat, the intense heat and in the water. You know, there's a reason why there's mold in the um, closet. You know, mold would usually come from water water damage. But the humidity is so high and the molecules in the air and, and everything that I think you're having a reaction. That's what I think. I think. Maybe from the mold in the cabinet? The mold in the cabinet. The humidity. The, humidity, the, humidity. the, the factors in the water because there are pollutants in the water. And the high humidity will make those pollutants rise and float in the air. That's what I think you got, you know, psychically. Let, well, 
let me ask you something. I take my Epsom salts. You know, we don't have a bathtub here in the boat. So we got a cow trough on the back of the boat, and we hooked up hot water to it, and that's where I take my Epsom salts bath. Is there a possibility that algae grew inside that tub? Um, Absolutely. Because there's times that I've seen green algae in there, and he's cleaned it out. Could I have gotten no. it from in there? Yeah. Y- yes, 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 yes. And just because he cleans it out, the pores and the little holes in the, you know, where, the, where the, no, well, the pores in the metal, oh, the pores in, in the, metal. the metal itself, where he can't get in there, and they'll come out again in the water. Huh. So you you just said there was algae in the um, bathtub with the in the, in the cow duck thing. So yeah, I think that's where it's coming from. Oh yeah, because he cleans it out. He cleans it out, and sometimes our our wild raccoons will get in the tub too. Um, of yeah. course, we always clean it out. But I'm like, well, maybe we need to bleach it out before we get in there. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, probably because when you clean it out. There's tiny little microscopic holes in the middle in the tub, and the mold will hibernate. The algae will hibernate in there. I'm getting, I'm actually getting a rash as we speak. <laughs> so that's what I think. I'm not kidding you. My hand is like all red and blotchy, but I get allergies, so that's a different topic. But not only the algae, I think, is problematic, but I think it's just the environment that you're living in. It's hot and humid. So, you know, if you wear a bra, for example, there's going to be moisture that develops between your, the fabric and your skin, and that can develop a rash, an issue rash. But it sounds superficial to me. Uh, 10, 14, 60 issues of 30 equals 3. How do I get rid of it? We've tried everything. They've tried steroid creams. Uh, fungal creams is like I don't know how to how do I get rid of it. I you know it's I, I from it someone who goes it comes and no, goes. Here's your problem. No, here's your problem. You got to clean. No, it, it's inhabiting your body. So topical isn't going to work. You might need an antibiotic. Well, she, it's not an antibiotic she would need. An antibiotic is not going to clear a fungal rash. She needs an antifungal. That might be. The, if, if it's coming from like algae, that's a fungus, not a bacteria. So it would be like an antifungal, a course of antifungals that your provider may put you on. As far as tamping down the reactions that you're having, Benadryl, um, I don't like that. Hydroxazine is something I take at a very low dose. Now, I did take a Claritin D and it helped the itch. Right. Right, but it's not going to, like, eliminate the problem if it's within your body. So these are not cures. These are symptom relief. Claritin D, yeah. Um, Zyrtec may work. Zyrtec works for me if I um, if I have a rash. What are or some of my antifungals that you can take in my body? I'm sorry? What are some, what is some antifungals that you can take in the body? Like uh, uh, Lamisil. They're, they're pills, but you would have to have the – they're not going to just hand you an antifungal. 
because, and they can actually cause liver damage if you have pre-existing condition. I don't know, you've got rheumatoid arthritis and these other autoimmune disorders that are going on. So an antifungal for you may not be the best. It may be better to live with the rash and just deal with the symptoms of the rash than to completely eradicate the rash with an antifungal. You would have to ask your doctor, is it safe for me to go on an antifungal? They do require you to take blood tests First, to make sure that your liver is in an in, uh, in, uh, optimal state to be able to receive the antifungal. They gave me all kinds of blood tests. Oh, my goodness. Well, they have to specifically test your liver for uh, liver enzymes, and then they will prescribe. But they're not gonna, like I said, they're not going to prescribe. I don't know if any doctor has come up with the theory that it's, an algae issue, and if if they haven't, you may want to mention it and say, "Have you tested me for liver enzymes? Could we try a course of um, of antifungal medication?" And it may be a shorter course. Some people take antifungals for their feet, for example, because they have like persistent uh, persistent athlete's foot that doesn't go away with topical creams. You uh, may may only need a shorter course because your rash is 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 not a constant rash. You it may be like um, a seven day course. You can mix bleach with water. Um, that fights off fungus and bacteria. But so you you can get bleach with water. Yeah, but um, on her breast. So no, I wouldn't put that on my well, breast. Well, you could ask bleach the is so. But here's what we think, uh, Michelle. We think it's environmental as a psychic. We think it's environmental. We think it's coming from humidity and mold and things like that. There was some in your bathroom. There was some in your tub. Algae. All of that is things your body's taking it in. And now your body's a host to this um, fungus. So it erupts when you're sweating, moisture, yeah. and it, it just... You know, like like flowers, it just blooms, and that's what you're getting. I don't think it's anything serious, but annoying, and maybe I'm becoming or you know. Well, no one's going to see. I mean, are you pretty much covered in the area that's rashed, or is uh, it? Yeah, it's, on it, the top? rash is just on. It's on my my breast, um, not underneath it, but now on my belly, I got a little spot, and then on my thigh. I got a little spot. It's just like a dry patch. And peeling skin, no blisters, just a, a rash that's raised up and red and peeling skin a little bit. And this is the only allergy you have, honestly, because, I mean, there's other uh, there's other. Thoughts. Oh, yeah, they, done, they did patch but, testing for allergens. Well, I'm not talking about patch tests for allergens because, like, for example, there's a, a disorder called MCAS, mast cell activation syndrome. And patch tests aren't going to diagnose it because mast cells, it, and the mediators are very hard to find, but the mast cells uh, go haywire in the person's body depending on what they're exposed to. And they can cause all kinds of havoc. And, I mean, we're ranging, talking about rashes, joint pain. I think I read about that. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, are you, I mean, you have other symptoms, but you also have other diagnoses of illnesses. So I can't 
you know, I can't really speak to whether this is a mast cell reaction. I kind of don't think it is because it sounds like a superficial localized rash that's a little bit spreading. But I mean, it may be a conversation you want. You may want to get like a 24-hour urine test. But like, this is not the time of year to do those tests because they have to be handled on ice. And if your lab isn't careful, you want to go to a very specialized place to get these tests done because normal labs, they're not that careful with the specimens. And I think that that's why the mediators are off so many of the time. You but, see, Michelle, we have to remind you, we cannot give medical advice. We're not licensed. Oh, I know. To, to, to I know. So we have to be very careful with our dialogue and frame it under a psychic impression, an opinion, not medical advice. So everything you're taking here is just on that level. This is what our psychic theory is, our psychic impression. Who around you chews gum? I'm sure. Uh, uh, Nobody that I can think of. Maybe my daughter. Okay, Blueberry. That's the only other thing. Anything about blueberries? My husband likes blueberries. Your husband likes blueberries. Okay, well, the blueberries came in first, then I kind of morphed into gum. I don't know, ask. Ask. Those things just came in. I don't know. Are you still, the same, are you still uh, staying at the same landing with the uh, guy that owns it all? Yeah, I'm still staying at the same place. They still haven't fixed our boat. Um, the, the owner, well, I mean, he charges us. I mean, he's really good to us. He, He's the only one around all the way. The closest place is Panama, which is like two hours away from here. And he just is a one-man band, and he's so backed up. But um, he charges us really cheap rent, like $300. Yeah. And so I so like, I, I want to be gra- very grateful, but at the same yeah. time, I want our boat fixed, you know? I'm like, why yeah. is he not fixing I, our boat? Well, then he's like, then he's like well, um, he said he's going to try to get to it when he gets back from vacation. Okay, we'll put out energy for that. I'm going to ask you two questions. Number one, does anybody in your family have dentures? I do. Okay, so when Kristen was asking about um, blueberries or gum, um, gum Gum, <laughs> dentures. I, 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 some angel told me dentures. So, um, <laughs> get it? So, okay. That's so now, that was my the hint. second question is: Describe the mold in your bathroom. Uh, it's actually in my bedroom in the cabinet. It's next to the wall. It's in the cabinet next to the wall, and I had my bras in there on the shelf, and when I took the bra off. I could see um, black streaks of mold and powdery-looking type of uh, coating on on the material. So I think it was mold trying to start where it was damp in there. And so it's a black-colored mold. So was it on the wall, too? Just on the inside of my bra and on the bras. Um, I don't think – let me go look. I don't think it was on the inside of the cabinet. So what's happening is that the fungus – here's – Psychic compression. The fungus in your body really reacts when you sweat. So yes, I've noticed that. Yes, I've noticed yeah. that. And there's no mold in the cabinet at all, just on my no. clothes. So, you know, the cabinets in the boat get condensation in them. So, so we got to so, open up that cabinet. Well, that's fine. But, you see, you're going to get the rash in your sweat points where you're sweating randomly 
in those points, not every place. You sometimes sweat behind your knees. You sweat on your neck. You're not getting a rash everywhere. But where you're getting a rash could be, obviously, forgive me, but there might be folds of skin there. Well, it sounds like that's where you're getting them, like underneath your breast and on the stomach and area. All the fungus hibernates there. Now, you could, there might be some topical things that fight fungus that you could apply there. You might even apply oh, there are. Um, inhibiting things like noxzema. You would, you would know. I mean, what, 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 like, lamb, again, Lamisil, you could get an antifungal, like Metronazole, Metronazole, Metronazole. You know, it, oh, it's yeah. in your it's in your system. You could uh, go on like a cranberry, you know, drink a lot of cranberry juice. That's a bacteria, though, more than uh, that it might interact. You you may uh, want to just, look up fungus from the body. You know, some certain foods or drinks. It's just just because doctors aren't finding mold in your body doesn't mean that their tests. You know, like if you went to a naturopath, they're probably going to find mold in your body. Uh, but these are like. No, I don't think it's in your. I think it's in your skin. Well, yeah, but that would, if they're doing skin biopsies, if they're doing skin biopsies, it would come up. But what I'm saying is, like, a more, I'm not suggesting she go to a naturopath because it's expensive, but a naturopath does more extensive testing, so the skin biopsy is going to test for a wider range of pathogens than a normal doctor. Where you sweat no spots, you might want to apply some antiperspirant kind of lotion or something that absorbs and I don't know okay. someone's telling me oxima. That's so weird. Um, so noxema maybe might work. You know, the aloe aloe the aloe aloe. Hey, you can get aloe like in a tree. I mean or even in the grocery store they sell aloe um like aloe I grow aloe. So there, there you have it. Aloe might help. It's very dry. This is just Noxema is not a little this, crap. This is what we think it is. So you got a psychic slant on it. I don't. I mean, the the good news is we don't. I mean, like we said, there are doctors, but we're not getting a. You know, this this is a dire situation. Everything we're doing is on a psychic level. We're not. Oh, I you. know. I know. You know, that's what we think it is. Um, and um, believe it or not, believe it or not, a lot of times gum disease, are, are, if you don't brush well, it will erupt on your skin. Now, your brushing teeth, like, do you have any, ouchy, do you have any um, tartar on your teeth? Do you have anything wrong there? Actually, I just went to the dentist in, at the roof of my mouth was kind of raw from my dentures, and she just put me on this medicine and said that I had thrush at the top of my mouth. And Wait a called... second. That's a fungus. Yeah. That's a fungus. That's a fungus. You see, we're not so doctors. So they put me on this, uh, they put me on clitromozole. I think it's the same stuff that you were talking about. Well, it's something similar. Is it oral? Or is it a topical? It's 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 oral. I have to put it in my mouth and just let it soak. It's a little lozenger, 
Um, yeah. Right. But I but think it's not, like it's, it's not going to go systematically. It's just going to treat that area. You need you need a you need a doctor to prescribe you because you've got a you've got a um, you've got a fungus problem going on in your body. If you've got thrush in your mouth and a rash on your breast and stomach, this is fungal. I mean, from a psychic perspective. Yeah. I would say this is fun. Not a bad deal, Michelle. Look at all the accurate information we came up with. Oh, Good I know. Idea. It's amazing. It is amazing. You guys are awesome. We you are guys awesome. are awesome. awesome. You know, that is amazing. You are. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we just deducted everything, and everything that we deducted came to a validation from you. And I think we, we got the roundup here. So, you know, if you take our psychic impressions and suggestions and go forward on that, you might be able to lick it. I don't lick it. I, might... I was going to say. Um, well, I guess yeah, I better I make sure I take, I guess I better make sure I take this medicine. Yeah. And maybe the cat. I guess I because last night, what were we watching? Oh, a guy licks his elbow. Well, a guy licks his elbow, and I said On to Jeopardy. Neil, I said to Neil, can you lick your elbow? Because I can. I have a very long tongue. The Neil, only lick no. I got was from my father with a belt. Oh, wow. Well, well I anyway. Guess, I, guess I, better, I guess I better make sure I take this antibiotic that the dentist gave me. Because yeah, it's yeah. an antifungal, right? It's an antifungal. Well, it's not an antibiotic. It's an antifungal. The tracing of this was dentures. You said yes. I said uh, you can get toxic energy from, you know, the mouth and the gums and the teeth. And you said, as a matter of fact, I have the condition on the roof of my mouth. And so what else makes it obvious? That's obvious. Bodies, a hostess, your hostess to... Uh, just this condition. And now we're suggesting maybe some kind of cleansing in your body. You could do it naturally. Um, but something that might fight these kind of things as opposed to just taking uh, antidote medicines to fight it. You might be able to cleanse it home with some kind of natural element. There might even be something online that's a natural drink that fights fungus or whatever. You might try that if you look, look at it. But this is, I think, where it comes from. I think your first vulnerabilities in life, did you as a child ever swim in a lake? Uh, I probably did. You probably did. Any mountain oh, streams? Oh, yeah. I think uh, more of a river. Yeah, that's just going to say mountain streams and rivers. That's what it's going to say. You have no idea. You can, you can ingest swallow bacteria and parasites that can live in your body forever. I mean, we're, we have so many parasites in our body as it stands. It's incredible. But you, but if you want, if you're interested in how this psychic traces the origins of your conditions, that's where it came from. You swallow something in a river and it is living in your body. Nothing serious. We've all got it. But some of us have symptoms. Hmm. So I need to do a cleansing. So this is, I want to ask you something else really quick. In your entire life, Michelle, have you ever seen a wild otter? 
Yes, I have here in Florida. Yeah. See, so that's the way it works. In our world, we're psychic, and we, we find these things. And they're not random. Because we're psychic, they're not random. They're not guesswork. They come from a large pool of energy that is, has information in it. So we're actually providing you with information from a higher realm. Pretty cool. Y'all are awesome. Y'all are good every time I call you. Good. Well, hopefully this is... It has helped me because it's been racking my brain. And and it just kind of validates what I was thinking, you know. They just haven't found it yet, you know. But I swear I thought that's where it was from because that's where it first started was on my breast. And I remember when I took off my bra, I seen that mold. And there was like a powdery stuff on the yeah. outside of my bra. I'm like, what the hell is this, you know? Well, I'm you like, know, we're getting too much condensation in that cabinet. It's in your bra, too. It's in the fabric. So when you sweat, you'll bring it to life again. So it's in your bra. But I would, I would go oh. forward talking to the physicians about perhaps getting you on an antifungal, mention the thrush in your mouth, and saying, you know, I think this could possibly be fungal, and see what they have to say about it, because that could treat it overall. Rather right. than putting sure hot cold cream. What's the weather? What's the temperature in Florida? Well, I mean, it's a big state. Why? In the area that you're in. <laughs> What's well, right now here, we're we're close to Tallahassee. Well, I'm on the coast, but Tallahassee is about an hour and a half away. I'm in Caribou, but the temperature here on the coast is 94 degrees. Oh, God. And humidity is high. Yeah. It's high so you're sweating. Yeah. You're sweating all the time. Right now, the humidity, I think, is – I mean, look, I got a little thing here. tells me what uh, – I think it's – I guess that's the humidity, 30%. Well, not that high. The other thing is, do you ever experience sweating at night in your bed? Yes. So you see it's in your, it's in your sheets. You know, it's a hassle. But we've at, least, we've at least discovered potentially what it is and maybe how to address it. I'm definitely going to change my sheet. <laughs> There's actually a, a mattress cover on my um, on my um, my mattress, and I don't like this one because it's a plastic cover. So we ordered a breathable one because it makes me sweat in the middle of the night. And I'm like, I need to change that because it's making me sweat. I, that. I, I pick up your sweating at night. You know, like I said, if at all possible, bleach. Uh, talk to your doctor first. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, your sheets. What? Right, right, right. we got to take this call. Okay, so we got to go. we got to take this call. All right. Bless you guys. Okay. Bless you. Okay. Take care. Thank you so much, You have a blessed day, too, Michelle. Thank you for your call. And keep in touch with us. Call us a little bit sooner. Next time you talk to your doctor, give us a call. So we can keep up on this and, you know, keep the energy flowing. The thing that I want to say that is odd before I move on to this caller who we need to take on right now, because um, I, I just got a message. Um, weird thing is gums. I and Why that came through is gums dentures to me. 
the word, you know, gum was the word, but I didn't do no, it you're properly. Fine. You're I mean, in the vicinity. Well, I'm in the vicinity. Yeah. So, I, uh, anyway. Fine. All right. Okay. I'm myself up over this nail. <laughs> okay. What's the story? This is Dion, and I got a text from you just now. What? What has happened? Okay, so the landlord knew that I needed to move out of the hotel today because I can't just keep staying in hotels either at $100 right. a night on my credit card, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I kept telling her, I'm like, I need to move out, you know, like I have to move in today. Yesterday the inspection passed and she was guaranteed last month's rent and this month's rent, but she wanted a additional deposit, okay? And I applied for the deposit through an agency who I thought had approved me already, but apparently not. They said that they won't know if I'm approved until Friday, and she said that she wouldn't let me move in until I had the money hit her account. And I'm like, I don't have any control over that, you know. And like, I've done everything that she asked for, even you know, made sure that her unit was approved and. She just kind of went off on me and told me that I had an attitude problem. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need more issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she thinks that she can get $1,300 a month for her studio and, you know, $2,600 a month deposit from somebody else, then why did she even waste her time on me? You know what I mean? And so I just told her, I'm like, I can't keep playing games with my housing. Like, I have to find a place. So it just all went sideways. So, Dion, probably, I wish you would have, well, I mean, I don't know when this happened, but probably the approach with this landlady, I mean, there may have been problems while you were there, but I may have approached the situation differently because, of course, you're emotional about not getting your housing and her trying to, you know, squeeze every last dollar out of you, which, do you, I mean, are you done with this woman? Or is it still possible you can move into this place? I told her there was nothing I could do. Yes, she 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 is trying to squeeze every single dollar out of every place that she can, and I get that. But she never even told the place that I applied to get the move-in costs that the housing authority covered $1,300 in back rent. She didn't say that. So it's kind of like, so you know, I mean, I, I need a place to stay. I need a place to live. She wants money. You know what I'm saying? She wants something from me I can't give her. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Is this the new remedy? Yeah. Well, she, you got the, the inspection. They approved the studio, but they're going to pay the one-bedroom price, right? Right. They were all going to do she that. Wanted, she, right, and she wanted an additional deposit and everything else, and I applied for it. And I didn't know that they wouldn't even approve me until maybe Friday, okay? Well, I didn't know that. And so she was like, well, you know, I I don't know. She's just trying to ask me for things that I can't give her. Well, I mean, is she still willing to rent to you? I mean, I can't meet her demands. Well, you 
you, I mean, her, well, you will be able to meet, you'll be, have you signed anything yet? I signed the lease yesterday. The, the housing authority told me as soon as the inspection's done, you can sign the lease, which I did. They approved her and everything was signed off this morning, but she said until the deposit hit her bank account, she wasn't going to let me in. Uh, well, okay, so so there's two things going on, Dion. One is your she's binded by the but by, by bounded by the um, by the lease and the signing of it. So she's she's but she has a legitimate claim in that there's no money. So that could be a disagreement of the lease. Is there no money or is there some money? This is what's not clear. Has any money been paid to her? The housing authority said that they would give her last month's rent and the in the current month. She wants last an additional $2,300. She wants, is that even legal? That's what she wants. And then when I told her that that was... Wait a second. She wants an additional $2,300 for what? She want, She originally wanted last month's rent, first month's rent, and a deposit. The housing authority met her halfway and said they'll, they'll give last month's rent and current month's rent, which still leaves $2,300 on the table. So you're, you're, I don't know, every state's different. So, like, they don't do last and last and current month's rent. You have a deposit in California, and you pay your first month's rent. And I, I think it's so, different. But so, it, wait a minute. So is that in the contract? Is this 2300 in the contract, the leasing contract itself, that you are obligated to pay that amount? That's what she asked for, and I applied oh, no, for I it. So, Dion. I don't care what she asked for. Was it in a contract? Or is she adding to um, it? Let me look. Hold on. Hold on. Let me look. You know, she can't cancel. One, she can't cancel at least because you two had a personality conflict. I mean, that is a legal and binding document well, you signed. First of all, let's see but yeah, I mean. I'm looking right now. I mean, it, well, I don't want that airspace. So I'm. It says a thousand dollars. It only says a thousand dollars. You cannot add beyond the perimeters. And the boundaries of that. She can't start, start adding more to it if it's been signed. So the other thing is, so now you need to go to the housing authority and say, this is what has happened. It's a binding. It's a binding. It's a binding. Binding contract. Binding. So. You said bounding. Oh, I said bounding. Yeah. I thought I said binding. Well, yeah. it doesn't matter. It she doesn't can't matter. just start adding figures to it. So, so. If it's not in the contract, she can't start adding things. If the contract's been signed, he's met the obligations of the contract. Do you have the thousand dollars yet, or no? Extra thousand? No. That's me. Okay. Well, I didn't even think of that. Okay. So well, I'm contacting the housing authority right now. But do you have that extra thousand? Where's that thousand dollars coming from? That needs to be 
the extra thousand. The housing that authority. Is- the housing authority said that they would pay last month's rent, which is thirteen hundred. Last month's rent is thirteen hundred. Per month's rent is thirteen hundred. Right. Right, but in the lease it does say only a thousand dollars security deposit, which would be covered under the housing authority. Yeah, get in touch with the housing authority. And I, I don't know if they can be the go-between between you and this landlady, but now that the landlady signed this agreement, she signed it too, right? Right. Yeah, she can't. <laughs> she's in. She'll be in legal trouble. She's, you know, I would go to the housing authority immediately. Can you drive there? Or is it really um, far? I just texted him. I just texted him. I just pulled over because okay. I had to get out of the hotel. Um, right. So I just pulled over, which I know, Kristen, you don't like when I do that, but I'm just trying to figure out things without being so stressed out. You know what I mean? No, no, no it's okay. I mean, you, you planned to move into this place today, so you had to get out of the hotel. That's, you had no other choice. And now she's pulling this crap. Well, here's what you've got. You've got... She's bound by the contract. She signed it. She can't add things to it. And if you've met all the conditions of the contract, you're legally safe, I think. Find it. You're 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 legally okay. She can't just start adding things. I don't know why she started to add things. What prompted her to start adding things beyond the contract, the lease? Because she, because they get greedy. It always happens because, like, I have a disability, and people always take advantage of the people with disabilities. Yeah. I know that sounds well, so like rude well, to say, well, but it's true. Okay, about all that's just gossip. So what you need to do is contact an attorney and say, "Am I safe within the boundaries of this contract?" Because she's starting to add things on there that we never signed. And she's just adding arbitrary figures. It doesn't matter if she's greedy or if she has a toothache. She's adding figures that weren't in the lease, and you can't do that. Just as you can, you can't suddenly take away money from it. She can't add to it. So you're protected there. Now, if there's something in the contract that you have yet to to uh, to fulfill, and it's supposed to be in a timely manner, then that might this that might require a promissory note or something or some something that promises you're going to be paying as soon as it comes in or you get the housing involved but as far as i can see in my world you're protected so i wouldn't worry about it but here's the other thing don't talk back to her mm-hmm. don't tell her your problems be very polite listen that being polite and a little bit subservient to her attitude is going to give you more groundwork than being, you know, obnoxious or defensive. Defensive. Just say, I'm really sorry. I really, I know I love this place. I, I understand. We're going to get it all figured out. So far, I've met all the terms of the lease, and we'll get it worked out. And then, you know, if possible, the house or you could have, uh, briefly have an attorney tell her she's not within legal boundaries to start adding to it after it's been signed. Both parties have to sign any change. Right. $2,300. You've never heard that figure prior to today? 
Right, but with just talking to you, it seems like that she was out of line for asking for that. She is out of line, but the problem is you you don't want to have any, you know, keep the relationship professional and clean. She's wrong. There's no question about it. And it's, it's, I don't like the fact that she's kind of slippery. However, you need to not be in your car with your dog. And if you can work it out and manage it, does she, she live on the premises? What'd you say? Does she live on the premises? No, she's not even in the country. She's not even in the country. Well, she's, they don't she's have ignorant. to deal with her. Need, she's just ignorant. And okay, so it doesn't matter what adjectives we put to her. You're protected not by, you know, her, her oh. rhetoric is nothing. Let her talk. You're protected by legal legality. And just to make it all certain, you know, talk briefly to an attorney and tell them what happened. Don't run off the mouth. They don't care what, what names everybody called each other. Just say it wasn't in the contract, and she's asking for this much more, and there's nothing that was signed, nothing was mentioned before, and she's threatening to withhold you from the from entering from the premises, premises after you've signed the lease. That's illegal. And the thing is, you're supposed to be moving in today. You have the key, right? No. She wouldn't give me anything. Well, I don't she got no money in her bank account. Okay, but what I saw a key uh, close to the key. So online, I believe. Um so if she's out of the country who handles the the you know, moving you in, giving you a key, access to the access to the rental. If she's not here, who does that? Right. She was gonna give me a code until she could get me the key and the mail key. Like a, a code to get into the, the property because that's how the inspector got in yesterday was, was using a code. Oh. But like she's not she's not being forthcoming because like she didn't tell me that the housing authority was giving her thirteen hundred dollars. She didn't tell me that. She just sent me off to go get more money for her. And this is what the landlords always do to the disabled people because they know that they get like special, you know, like incentives you know, benefits was what we get. And so, like, she didn't tell me or, you know, that uh, she she didn't tell me that the housing authority was giving her the 1300 So, really, she got $300 more than what she she uh, is entitled to. She didn't say that. Well, you need to talk to the housing authority about that. You need to discuss right. this with them. And did, the, did this person respond to you yet in text? No, not yet. Okay, this is, like I said, you know, I would go to, I mean, it's already afternoon now, right? It's almost 1 o'clock. It's almost 1 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, and you have no place to stay tonight, and you've got got very little time to get this. Yeah, she can't legally, what she's doing is illegal. Go to the housing authority. I don't know, why does she live in another country? Where does she live? Right. Well, she has a Kansas address, but she lives in Columbia. It's like a real estate investment for her. Well, she can't just start laying down. I mean, it's, we've already She's been manipulative, but the thing is you have four hours of, you know, of, of business hours left. 
and you've got to yeah, get so to get on that right away. I would go now to the housing authority. How close are they to you right now? Okay. Where are they? Where are they um, located? They're not far. I could go there. Yeah, go there <laughs> immediately because you've got to have a place okay. to stay tonight. And she's going to be responsible, actually, legally, for any expenses you incur here, here from here forward. If you have to pay for a rental tonight, she's responsible because she's not giving you access to your place based on the agreement that you signed with her. So she's going to start to rack, and they should probably make her understand that she's responsible for your accommodations until this is worked out. So she might be a little bit more cooperative if she understands that that's how the law works here in the United States. Okay. That's good. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Let us know. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Bye. You know, um, uh, we also have, you know, because this is a psychic show, we have contracts on the human level, and then we have contracts on the spiritual level. And so it's an interesting lead-in to talk about what is a spiritual contract. Well, we have very little time to talk about that. Oh, what, what, what do we have? It's probably about five minutes. Oh. It's not, you know, a, I don't know. Do you want to start a conversation uh, or not? Fine. Okay. Three minutes. A spiritual contract, first of all, was probably originated in the astral realm, where we contract with higher authorities and energies and angels and guides and spirits, evaluators, what we're supposed to do while we're on the planet, what we have to get through on karma and what we're obligated to do in terms of creativity and transcendent attitudes. So that, that contract then gets buried in our soul and then we're born and our consciousness either retains all the facts of the contract or parts of it, sometimes nothing. But we have an obligation to live up to the contract we made with the spiritual realm, which could involve being, you know, peaceful, loving, forgiving, getting through certain obstacles with your spirit and soul intact on a positive level. So just remember in life, we have earthly contracts, and of course, according to the psychic element, we have spiritual contracts. You don't always have to know what they are, but a good reasonable person will know what is the human conduct that is equivalent to spiritual conduct. And when you do that, you're living up to your contract. Okay. So we'll be on the show again, what, Friday? Yeah, we're on again on Friday at um, a regular time. Perfect. All right. We'll see you then. Bye. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.